welcome to the premiere of one of Neil Zaz's new podcasts called Box Office Bozo. I'm the bozo in this category. You may not be the bozo. Better not be. Well, this is a brand new game show type show that uh, doesn't require a lot of research or uh, preparation on our part, so we love it! That's that's right up my alley. (laughs) So let me explain the rules, and we invite you, as you listen, to play along against the one and only Chris. Well, and you did this, before you explain anything, you know, everyone knows that you and I are both huge movie fans. Yes. And this is going to be testing me on a lot of my movie knowledge, which sometimes could be, you know, I could be acing this or it could be a bozo. We will see if you are a box office boss or a box office bozo. So play along with Chris, and uh, here's the rules. Um, We haven't ended up doing this kind of game as a small trivia segment on other things, so Chris and I decided, why don't we just make a little thing out of it, and people can play along as they're going throughout their day. And maybe this half hour of your day won't be so shitty. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) So I'm going to give Chris an actor. He does not know who this is. He's sitting there right now. Biting his fingernails feverishly. I am sorry. I have. I got sweat in my ass crack right now. He's got. He's got boob sweat. Boob. I got under boob sweat. I got ass crack sweat. I got swamp ass. Ass. You name it. I got it. That should have been the name. Swamp ass. You name it. <laughs> You're under the hot studio lights of our game show studio. It's hot in here. Is it? I don't know. We're not even in the same room. All right. No. So. <laughs> Here are the rules. I'm going to give him that actor. Chris must name, in 10 guesses, the top 10 box office gross for that actor. Um, Just to make it perfectly clear, these are the domestic box office grosses, not the international. I don't care what other people in the world do. If you're listening from another part of the world, I do really care what you do. But if you're an American, I care what we watch. (laughs) That's right. That's all that matters. That's all. No, I'm just kidding. Um, domestic box office gross. So you only have ten guesses. Well, I'm, not, I'm never going to get all ten and all ten ever. That's that's the spirit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get ten guesses and get everyone right. Have you met me? I guarantee you will at some point in us doing this. So to become a box office boss, Chris must get eight out of the ten. We're going for eighty percent, and you as well as you play along. So shout them out in your car or wherever you are. Um, Chris won't be able to hear you. No, no, I don't. But channel it. If Chris does not get 8 out of 10, he has a chance to still be a box office boss by winning the redemption round. And in the redemption round, I'm going to go through those top 10 movies pretty rapidly, and Chris must give me a co-star from each of the movies. At that point, you'll know the movies. But I have to get, like, I got to name someone from all 10 still? Yes. Oh, my God. You can do it. Okay. All right. I'm hoping that in the premiere episode, you give me, like a, like, a, like, a softball pitch, like something I can, you know, knock out of the park. All right. Well, would you like to find out who your very first actor is? Please. Have I heard okay. this actor? <laughs> because... I thought of this that we might do it around the release of movies, and we were talking about this on speakerphone just this afternoon, and your son uh, 
actually called out this actor. Your first actor is Denzel Washington. So I have him to thank for this. <laughs> yes, you have a son to thank for this. So, Chris, you have 10 guesses. You may begin at any time. We'll probably discuss the movies as we go along. Uh, but what is your first guess to become a box office boss? Now, see, this is going to be kind of easy at first because, of course, obviously, I'll be naming some of his of his of his his, his big ones. Then it's going to be towards like maybe six on. I'll be like drawing a blank. Yeah, probably. All right, all right. Um, what is his? I'm thinking his Oscar movie. See, I don't know if this was a big hit though. I'm going to say the. Um, Oh fuck! What's the name of that? King Kong ain't got shit on me. Is it? What's that? American? What's that called? What's that called? King Kong ain't got. I am just the host. I cannot help I you. I'm sorry. Training day. Training day. Training day. Training day is your first guess. Yes, but I don't think it, it. It made okay. It's not a huge smash, but it had to make make some money. Okay. Training day is number fifteen. Which means you're 0 for 1. <laughs> what the fuck? <sighs> Training Day domestically made $76 million and it places in at number 15. Jesus Christ. You're already in the hole, Chris. I'm already. Uh, uh, this this is, this game is, is uh, what's going to happen if, if I get the next couple wrong? Then I'm, then I'm done. Then, then I am a bozo. Well, let's see what happens. All right. Any of the... I have to pick which one now. I, how about the first equalizer? The first equalizer. Is that an official guess? That is an official guess. 2014's The Equalizer is number five at $101 million. All right. See, now, usually, when the first one does pretty good, the sequel does just as good or better. So I'm going to say Equalizer 2. Final guess. The Equalizer 2, coming out in 2018, is number four on the list at $102 million. So they did just about the same. Now, I know for a fact, Part 3 is not on the list because I, t- I saw that over the weekend. And today, I think I saw it made like $42 million. <laughs> So that's so not on there. No, it's no. below. Yeah, it's and, below training day. It's and it probably wasn't actually on this list. It wasn't even. And, and see, what's it's hard when you're doing this now because yeah. it's already on this list. As and, and just as what? A, uh, it's way down the list, but it's already creeping up his his list for, for just for anybody's edification. The site that I'm using, um, I used to use this site all the time when I was writing trivia, bar trivia. Uh, it's called thenumbers.com. Oh, okay. It's a very good site. It but breaks everything down. But here's here's the thing, though, is the older the movies are, they don't make as much money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, like uh, I'm thinking, like, early work, like, Glory or Malcolm X or those kind of things. I can't see them making... And, and you, already, you already told me how much these movies made, right? Yes. You want to hear it again? Yeah, I yeah, will tell yeah. you that once you get them. Uh, the Equalizer at number five was $101 million, and the Equalizer 2 at number four was $102 million. Okay. And this, and he wasn't in any kind of like, um, he wasn't in any kind of fucking superhero Marvel shit. 
we're talking about Denzel Washington. Right. Come on. Right. <laughs> Which we, we we saw up as part part three, and I, I I told you when I saw it, like, what, what, I know he's old, but something's going on with his bottom lip. I don't know if he had a stroke. I don't know what's happening. I don't know with him. So you spent the entire movie watching his bottom lip. You, Dave, you couldn't look away. Some sometimes it looked. He looked really like ill. It was sad. All right. Well, All right. well, I'm sure we'll be hearing your full review on an upcoming episode yeah. of Pass the Popcorn. Whenever Pass the popcorn. Pass the popcorn. Whenever Tim, fucking, you know, has, has internet. You All hear right. that, Tim? You hear that, Tim? What was the action movie? Oh no! See, see, I'm thinking of Book of Eli. I don't, I don't see that making that much money. See, his his movies I enjoy, but no one really sees them or cares. Oh, ooh, ooh, um, um, was he like a drunken air 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 pilot? A uh, flight? Is that what it was called, Dave? Once again, sir, I am me. the host. Not your friend, man. Bob Barger, Bob Barger would help me. Do not call me friend. <laughs> not for I, this half hour. <laughs> I will pick flight. Is this help me? Out. Is this my fourth guess already, or fifth? This is your fourth guess. All right, fourth guess. I'm saying flight. <clears throat> flight from 2012 is number eight on the list oh. at 93 million dollars. All right, you got three. What's his number one? That's what's killing and four me. Four guesses. All right, all right. I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, You're on track. You're doing well. A lot, of, a lot of the movies that he's in, though, like they're they're good, but nobody cares about them at all. And the older ones, I'm, I, I I can't even think of the older ones. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, oh my God, I love this movie. I haven't seen this movie in so long. Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. Final answer. Crimson Tide came out in 1995. Happens to be one of my all-time favorite movies. It's a great movie. Is number 10 on the list. Oh, my God. By the skin of my fucking teeth. At 91 million. Well, you got to get 10, too. So I think 10 is probably going to be one of those. It's like on family. This is kind of like family feud. Like the the first couple answers, everybody gets them. And the ones that always win or lose it for you is like the things that like three people said. Well, can you like I think I, I mentioned this to me earlier. I I would have more fun if you would talk to me like Steve Harvey. Well, <laughs> <laughs> top ten right. answers on the board. Five guesses in. You have four of them. This movie, I had to be a huge, but not because of him. But he was a part of it, and it won Tom Hanks his, his Oscar. I'm going to have to say Philadelphia. Five Philadelphia, nine. yeah, came out in 1993. And it comes in at number 14 Fuck. on the list. Fuck at me. At 77 million. So you are down. I'm, I'm getting I'm, none. You can't get any more wrong. Well, no. Well, well I can, but I'm, I, I shouldn't. I'm not supposed to. <laughs> to become a box office boss, you have to go four for four now. Well, what's the title of this again called? Box office bozo. That's who I am. All right. You're on, you're on your way. I'm on my way. Um. Denzel Washington. I I said Training Day. Um, what other ones that he's 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 in? Um, he's in. I think Ridley Scott or someone like this made it uh, with a uh, Russell Crowe, American Gangster. 
that's what I'm guessing. And I know it's not in the top 10. But I'm going with that one because that one probably did good for a little bit. American Gangster. Came out in 2007. Yeah. And it comes in at number one. No! That's his top film? $130 million. That is his top film. No, dis- um, no disrespect for Denzel, but 130. What did you say? 131, you say? 130 million and change. It's really nothing, I guess, for his number one film. You know what I mean? Right. I hear you. Well, you got it, and you got five in seven guesses. So I have to get my. I'm not going to get my next three. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get next all three in a row. Um, what was? I know you've seen these movies. You see every movie. I know, but I don't. I I don't really keep track of like. How much, I look and see how much it makes open weekend, then I then I forget all the mm-hmm. rest. Um, trying to think of American like, Gangster. I'm trying to, American Gangster was boring. Yeah, I thought right? so. Yeah, yeah. American Gangster was uh, very long and very boring. Uh, that was like a watch it once and no thank you ever again. Crimson Tide. Yeah, I would watch daily, every day. Yeah, on the out. Yeah. What a great movie! Like just every like it, it the the direction and the Hans Zimmer score. In fact, I don't know if we ever said this on stuff before. We all love John Williams. I think the score to Crimson Tide is the best non-John Williams score ever in a movie. That is the uh, uh, that is a, a good. I can kind of hear it now in my head. No, that is a, a pretty pretty cool. Um, yeah, and and when they're getting getting ready to go on the ship and it's raining, and they're all yeah, and Gene Hackman's like, "What do we call this ship? Alabama, sir!" You know what a yeah. great fucking movie. Love that movie. I'm trying to think of like. <sighs> Movies for like most action films do do better than the, than the not ones. I know we did like these. I know we did like some like movies with um fences. I think it was called like these like, these romantic things or or ones that he produces or, or writes like like I think Mo Better Blues. <laughs> wow, you're the- going back to Mo Better Blues. That was a Spike Lee joint, I believe. Yeah. Oh yeah. See Spike Lee, like I'm, like I haven't said Malcolm X, but I know it made all, it made you know, it won Oscars and shit. I think he won an Oscar for it. He was nominated. Spike Lee movies don't make any money. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, and trying to think what could be right under um, number one. He made he made a reboot, I- uh, a reboot remake, which I liked a lot. Could have started a bunch of people, and he was in charge of it all. Um, the Magnificent Seven. I want to use that one, Dave, as as a as, as an answer. I'm going to lock in that answer. You're shooting with the Magnificent Seven. I get you. I get your pun, but it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I I didn't get it. It's a risky move. Y- Came why? out in 2016. Yeah, it's right 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 around the Equalizer. So maybe he was still on top of his game. Like people still wanted to see Denzel. You you seem to, like you're becoming more confident in your choice now. Now you're doubting my confidence, but yes, I want to say <laughs> this made. I'll tell you exactly how much this movie made. This made a hundred and fourteen point eight. Go. The Magnificent <laughs> Seven, Shit, yeah. which came out in 2016, is number nine on the list. How much? 
93 million. Wow. So that is a correct answer. You have two guesses left. Yeah. This is where I, I dropped the ball. And you got to get two. I'm going to give you hints. I don't want to give you too many hints. I said I was the host, and now you're sucking me in. <laughs> I like when the host sucks me. What? <laughs> Bob Barker, get back. Um, That's what Richard Dawson used to do. He fucking did. No no pun. See, now what else is... I will say this. I have never seen number two. Mm, never seen this but, movie. But you, and you see a lot, though, too. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen, I mean, he's one of my favorite actors. I think yeah. he's in, yeah, who doesn't love Denzel Washington? Number two, never saw it. So if you get to the point where you have to give me an actor that's in all the things, I'm going to have to like double check that one because I don't even know. Did I say, I don't know if I, if I said this yet. Did I say the, the train movie with, with the Chris Pine, uh, unbreakable? No. Unstoppable? You did not say that. (sighs) See, that's an action kind of film. Chris Pine was probably pretty hot and fresh at that time. This is not in the top ten, but I'm I'm running out of ideas. I'm going to say Unstoppable. Unstoppable Mm -hmm. came out in 2010. Mm -hmm. It is a really good movie. It is. It's, it's, It's... it's Crimson Tide is, but not as good. Yeah, he, he he's great in that movie, and I am not a Chris Pine fan. He's great in it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was somebody. It was a train. Does it act, keep it, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's based on a true story. Um, who was the? There was an actress that was like the uh, command center person, like back in the. Who was that? It was really. It was one of those like riveting kind of movies where you're just. On the edge of your seat the whole yeah. time. Yeah, it, it was. It wouldn't. It was unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> well, it came out in 2010. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's in the top ten. I got two Unst- more. I'm like, okay, unstoppable. Yeah, is number twelve. Oh, at 81 million. So you did not become a box office boss on the first criteria alone. I did not. Uh, but. You still have a chance in the redemption round. I'm going to go through the movies just so you know what you're dealing with. Okay. Uh, okay. American Gangster, number one, 130 million. Number two, Safe House. But is that with them? So don't say too much because oh. you're going to have to. You're going to have to prove your worth here in a second. But I'm just going Safe through these. Safe House. I've never seen Safe House. Number three, Remember the Titans. Oh yeah. Number four, The Equalizer 2. Number five, The Equalizer. Number six, The Pelican Brief. Oh, my gosh. That's an older one. What one's that? Are they 90, are they 90s or something? Like that? 93. One, two, three, seven. Uh, then The Book of Eli. Oh, that was... I, th- I thought no one cared about that movie. I liked then, it. Then Flight, Magnificent Seven, and Crimson Tide. So, you you... <sighs> You were on the right track several times. Do I have to get all 10 right now of, of, of a movie? Am I, can I get eight still, or is it all 10? No, you got to get 10. Uh, that's not going to happen, because you just said the, t- the 10 films, and there's a few. I'm like, I don't know who, who's in that. <laughs> does, does the answer to Denzel Washington count? Uh, no. Oh, okay. are, you, are you crazy? 
Ah, all right. It does not count. All right. Let's see how you do. I'm going to do bad. You just let's, just two, let's start from ten. All right, Crimson Tide. This Jihan. is to be. This is your redemption round. Yeah, okay, but there's, be, there's two. I don't know. Come up box office boss. Okay, G- you said Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. All right, The Magnificent Seven. Chris Pratt. Flight. <laughs> um, Emily Blunt. I don't know. Someone's in that. Thinking. <laughs> Who? I I don't know flight. Don't know flight. But but don't stop though. Just just go all, all the way. Okay. Do you want to know who's in flight? Yeah. Is who's the girl? It's uh, Kelly Riley from Yellowstone. It's Beth. Oh my god! I love her. I would have never. John John Goodman is in it. Don Cheadle is in it. I don't remember anybody in that movie except him in the plane. Okay. How about the Book of Eli? Isn't one of the Fannings in that? No. Is that something else? That was Man on Fire. Okay. Dakota. That was way down on that. That was actually number thirteen on the list. Man on Fire. I don't know Book of Eli. I don't know who's who's in that. Book of Eli is another one of my favorite movies. That is a cool um, movie because I, I mean, it's what how how old now? Like fifteen, whatever. Twenty ten. Yeah. Like if you haven't seen, if you have not seen Book of Eli, turn us off right now because we're about to spoil the spoil the big the big the big twist. It's I okay. think I only saw this this once or or maybe just twice tops in my life. Gary Oldman is the villain. Yeah. In Book of Eli, and when you saw that. Did you have any idea what was going on until the end? Nope. Not once. The whole time I thought I was seeing him see. <laughs> yeah. And and I was pre- I mean I was pretty sure. I know that like you I don't know how far into it you're supposed to know that he's that the book is the Bible. That might have been a reveal at some point too. Right. But the fact that that book is in braille and he is the only person on earth. <laughs> yeah. That can read the book is a is a like head shaking. You're still walking in a theater going, "Wow!" Yeah, the, but He's, the whole like was he was blind the whole movie, but as you're watching the whole time, he's he's walking around, he's doing shit, he's kicking ass. Like you don't think he's blind, right? You don't, you don't at all. Yeah. So not only and like that's that it is such a good it is such good writing that not only is the book then in braille then he becomes like i mean if you're if you're into christianity and give a shit what's in the bible right he right. He, he becomes the most important person on earth to to save all of that scripture from you know the birth of well even before the birth of christ from the old testament on what's a, it's like a real i, I got to watch real. that again it's been forever since i've seen that that movie so good. Uh, the Pelican Brief, I know you know. Julie Roberts. Boring as hell. Yes. Boring as hell. Totally agree. That's John Grisham. All those John Grisham movies, it was like the... The, uh, the what, Firm. What was it called? The, the Firm and The, the Rainmaker. And yeah. Like, uh, I don't give a shit about right. those movies. I remember we were working at the movie theater and then it was a big deal, The Pelican Brief. Yeah. Um, no interest in that whatsoever. And then both equalizers only saw the first one. You said the second one is good as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the second one is um, Pedro Pascal, I think, is in that one. Oh, okay. Well, there's a reason enough to watch it. Yeah. 
it's probably on something. Do you, uh, just for people that don't listen to Pass the Popcorn is uh, Equalizer 3, is that just like a, a quick recommend or not recommend? It's it's not as good as the first two, I, I don't think. I think it, it's... I remember I remember part one was really cool with Action Pack, and two was really cool with a big fight scene in, 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 like, a, in like a Lowe's or something. But um, part three was... It was okay, but didn't really to need to see a part three. Not that version of it, I guess. Well, I'll see. I mean, I, won't, I would not leave the house to see that, but I'll see it at home. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Uh, remember the Titans. See, I don't know. Oh, Will Patton. There you go. Will Pat- that's a Will Patton is such an underrated actor, uh, and that's a that's a good one for him. I know he's him. the kind of guy pe- people are like. Oh, I know that guy. And then he was just in Yellowstone. People yeah. are probably doing it again. What's that guy? For? I know that guy. He's been in stuff. He, everything he's in, he's fantastic. I know him. I just I, sh- I was drawing a blank because when you said that earlier, I was like, I know he's in the guy with the, with the big ass fucking mole on his forehead. It bothers me. Remove it. You're rich. And I know he's in Armageddon too, right? Yeah, got yeah. something coming up. Some kind of big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's in, and he's in, um, I mean, Matt, if Matt is ever going to listen to this, he would vehemently disagree. But I think The Postman is one of the most underrated movies of the 90s. I remember seeing that and, and, and loving it. What a great movie. And he's the villain. I remember that now. He and customers be like buddies or something. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that Yellowstone, him being. That character on Yellowstone was a pretty important part of that story. It was. So I I don't think that was a coincidence. Well, Matt Matt also knows Will Patton from, I think, Fallen Skies that we used to watch on TNT or TBS or sci-fi. And it sucked. (laughs) All right. Maybe not everything Will Patton did was good. (laughs) Will, if you're listening, we're big fans. Huge. Huge fans. Just get that thing. Go to your dermatologist. Go somewhere and get that removed. That's all I see. And that's all I look at. All right? Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> do you watch Dr. Pimple Popper? I do not, but this is disgusting because I know people who love that. And are you one of them? Yeah, I, yeah, I find it fascinating. I One of my customers showed me like a, a YouTube thing of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And just how disgusted and repulsed I was, I couldn't watch it. But she was like, her eyes were glued to it. Look at this! Look at that! Look at this! And I can't, I can't watch that. It disgusts okay. me. Just because it's real, like you can watch a horrible horror movie, right? But I don't want to see pussing and oozing and of people's boils and zits and wounds and and you hear it. The camera is like. You know, in today's in today's technology, the cameras are the best Spielberg cameras in the history of cameras, and they're right up in there. And you see the you see every pore, and blackhead, and fingernails squirting out stuff from people's shits, and it's like, ah, oh. I love it. <laughs> I love it when it comes out like silly string. Yeah, it looks. It looks it's like <laughs> it looks like a worm. Coming out of your it's, face. It's fascinating. Why is that fascinating? I know. I, I can't. I know it's huge. I know people love that shit. I that's not for me. Not yeah. for me. When I was <laughs> that used to be on Monday nights, I think, because when I was bartending, um, and I wanted people to leave at the end of the night, like we closed at ten or whatever, eleven, <laughs> whatever time we closed. Turn that on so I, they fucking get repulsed. 
on all the TVs. Yeah. It was like, all right, well, we're closed. Oh, let me finish. Oh, can I get one more? No, you can't. We're closed. I got a life. I got to get up in the morning, you know, you know, and then it was just like, you got, you got to go. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting there. All right. Dr. Pimple Popper on every TV and the people be like, oh my God. I'd be like, if you don't like it, leave. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I would have left. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. I, I, I've seen that. I've seen like, like YouTube clips and it's, I can't. I can't. All right. Number two, safe house. I looked it up and I do remember this being out. Um, can you name a cast member? I know. I saw this, but I forget it. Ryan Reynolds. I, I remember it was those, those two and I forget it totally. But I remember seeing yeah. this. A young CIA agent is tasked with looking for a fugitive in a safe house. But when the safe house is attacked, he finds himself on the run with his charge. So, uh, yeah, never saw it, but I like them both. Vera Farmiga is in it. Ooh. Brendan Gleeson is in it. Uh, it's, it's got me interested. It's on well, Peacock. Well, I mean, and, and you, like you said earlier, like anything with, with Denzel, you're going to like it because of him. It might not be fantastic or a big, you know, blockbuster smash, but you're going to enjoy it because of fucking him, you know? He's a master. He's yeah. a master. Hell yeah. And then American Gangster at number one. Russell, and we kind of already talked about Russell it. Crimson. What is your favorite? I mean, Chris, I said Crimson Tide, but I got to still go with Training Day. Yeah. That's that's me. I mean, I, as out of all the Denzel mo- movies out there, I, I showed Luke that maybe a couple years ago, and he just he just loves that movie like beyond belief. And you know, he's the kind of person. You know, do you think he's going to say King Kong? You guys shit on me and Equalizer? I said nobody. I said that's another movie. <laughs> is that the same character in every movie? I said that's a great movie. If you want to watch that movie, we'll turn it on. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's but, a that's a movie you could watch on repeat whenever it's on. It's so quotable. Yeah, uh, it's so well done. It's it's so and that's the guy. Uh, what's his name? Antoine Farquhar. Farquhar. He Fuqua. made that, and then he made these these equalizers. All three of them, and that's why I think, think the first. I mean, the first two I liked a lot. Part three, I wasn't a big fan of it, but he he works well with them. Um, Denzel and all. Yeah. I'll go down the rest of the list. These are the ones way down. Two Guns. Mark Mark Wahlberg. I remember that one. John Q. Nah, I remember that. Was he smart in that or something? That was the one where his he didn't have health insurance and his child needed an operation. So he basically holds the doctors hostage to take care of his child. Remember that? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I do. The, bo- the Bone Collector. Is that a Judd? Ashley J- No, that was Angelina Jolie. He's like a guy who is paralyzed, but he's like a great and criminal investigator. And I think she comes to him for help. I think he's in a hospital bed the whole the whole movie. A lot of his his movie plots sound pretty bad, <laughs> <laughs> but he's still good in it, though. Yeah, the remake of the Manchurian Candidate. Uh, this is also a remake. The Taking of Pelham One Twenty Three. That was with Travolta. I remember that. Deja Vu, he tried a horror movie. I remember that one, yeah. Courage Under Fire. Oh, Meg, Meg Ryan and Matt Damon, right? Yeah. Okay. And then Fences all the way down there. <laughs> uh, the Hurricane, where he played uh, Hurricane Carter. Malcolm X all the way down. The Preacher's Wife, another remake. Man, he does a lot of remakes. I'm just noticing that. The Equalizer is a remake. The Preacher's Wife is uh, the Bishop's Wife. Um, 
taking a Pelham mentoring candidate. Like, I mean, he does a lot of remakes. Is the preacher's wife with Whitney? Yes. Okay. Remember it that. didn't make any money. No. <laughs> <laughs> the the Equalizer three is already matched it in a weekend. Yeah. Okay. Out of time. Ah, this movie is great. It's all the way down. The Siege. That's with Bruce. Yeah. And that Benning. That was like that was like the terrorism movie before we actually. I mean, there had been the the um, ninety three World Trade Center attack, but this was before nine eleven, and it's like spot on the money. It's like one of those movies that's like predicting the future. It's been Tony a while. It's it fantastic. That is a great movie. Uh, the Great Debaters, Glory, excellent. I never saw Glory. I know that's a movie that. That everyone says it's great. Um, who's Matthew Broderick? Like I, mm. uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that movie. It's as great as everybody says it is. Okay. It's it's the best Civil War movie. I mean, I'm not a Civil War person, but uh, really, really great. Fallen virtuosity. His original teaming up with Russell Crowe. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then the, I think the thing it's all the way down. Um, the thing that made me a huge fan, and it didn't make any money, but it was a Joel Silver movie. And do you remember seeing Ricochet? Yes, I do. Way the fuck back when. John Lithgow is the is the villain, and then like Ice T is in it too. But he's this like up and coming cop, and he takes his clothes off. Do you remember to to gun him down, and then he it flashes forward. He becomes the DA, or he's about to become the bit. DA. And John Lithgow gets out of prison and wants to ruin his life. I remember, wasn't John Lithgow like majorly overacting in this? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I remember this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great movie, though. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen Ricochet. That came out in 1991. Yeah, I remember seeing that in that high school. That was the year that we graduated. I, that came out in October of the year we graduated. And I remember Christ. seeing that shit and being like, man, Denzel Washington's cool. I got to start paying attention to this guy. <laughs> he is awesome. His movies, plots, I told you, sound like pure shit, like right to like DVD or something, or, you know, but he, he does his best. Yeah. And all. Like, I'm shocked he, he didn't do like, he didn't superhero it up or he didn't do like, like um animation voiceovers. You know what I mean? Right. He just did what he wanted to do and all. Magnificent Seven, another remake. Man, he's like the remake guy. That was good. Good and all, I, I thought too. Well, I believe he's supposed to be in Gladiator Two. That's the rumor. He's friends with Ridley Scott. They're going to make a Gladiator movie, uh, some it's, kind of sequel, and he's yeah. supposed to be in it. Like, I guess no Russell Crowe because he, spoiler, he died. No, Unless, took him out on a shield. Honor him. Yeah, then he walks through the, to the grassy field. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I gotta, now I gotta watch Gladiator. That's what this show's gonna do. It's gonna make us, even people if they're still listening, which they're probably not, um, be like, man, I gotta watch a movie. No, I gotta watch that movie. Well, I, I told you earlier on, I was, I was doing something right now, and I had on Roadhouse in the back. You know, I've seen Roadhouse. Luke was watching it like four thousand times. Okay, I know I'm quoting it. Whatever. And we're in the other room doing something, and we hear the music playing. Mm-hmm. Like, not, not what's his name? Jeff Healy, like, like this, like a score. Yeah. Like, guitar things going on. And I'm like, oh my god, I said, this, that sounds like, like, Lethal Weapon kind of score. 
Mark Kamen. And then I looked it up, and all these years, I never put two and two together. Like, it's him. Yeah. And it's the guitar strings going on, and it sounds Lethal Weapon-ish, but it's in Roadhouse. I was like, I never noticed that. It's like, I just noticed that today. And I was like, you, I'm an idiot. You were this many years old. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I, I was, I was f- 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 50. <laughs> when I when I when I heard when I said that sounds like like Lethal Weapon like sounds like like Riggs depressed you know guitar solo there yeah and, and, and Luke looked up and he's like yeah it's 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 this, it's the same guy and I and as a nerd I am I go who Michael Kamey he's like yeah like he was shocked that I knew the guy's name and all no Michael Kamey right he's yeah. dead right I think he is yeah I think he's dead. But um, so what's the what's what's the um, conclusion of of the premiere episode of Box Office Bozo, Dave? Chris, I hate to to spoil it to you, but in the Denzel Washington and pilot episode, you are a box office bozo. But can I? What did I get? Did I get s- six or seven? One, two, three, four. You got six before you six. got. You got six before you got three wrong. Yeah, you did well, okay. That's not bad. Like I, I did over half. I got over half right away. Some of them are obvious too, like like Eli. I, I should I should have known that one. But I was going with like well, the action films, and all you know, right? Yeah, I hear you. You'll get you'll get it figured out. All right. If you were listening along, um, I don't know where we'll eventually post this. The Neozaz does have a Facebook page. So maybe we'll post it on there and you can under the comments say if you were a boss or a bozo. In this case, Chris, you were a bozo, but you're always a boss to me. Oh, come here. (laughs) (laughs) Does this mean I I got to wear a red nose now? (laughs) And and a big ass wig? That's right. (laughs) All right. So join us again when we play Box Office Boss to see if Chris can fulfill the name of the, the film. Or the the podcast, but with a different actor, Chris. Well done. Is there is there a tease who it is? Absolutely not. Okay. Well, Dave, thank you for hosting. It was an honor to lose on the on the premiere <laughs> <laughs> of the episode. Yeah. How, what what should be our, our final our final call sign on this podcast on the way out? Like I don't see like we'll see you at the movies because that's. Gene Sisko. Oh, yeah. yeah you pro- we'll probably get sued. We'll probably get sued somehow anyway. Well, there was no, there was no like, scores. We, we were doing the barren air with our own mouth. It's, it's my mouth. I can do what I want with it. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> right. Well, all right. Well, until next time on Box Office, what do we call it? Bozo or Boss? Box Office Bozo? <laughs> Box office box boss. boss. Box office boss, which I am not this, this episode. But I might... I want to keep track. Like, whenever, whenever we do this, we're going to... All right, so I'm, I'm one bozo for now. Okay. Then I'll see you next, next episode if I'm two bozos or if I'm a bozo and a boss tied. There you go. All right, there we go. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.